0: Training. What sounds like a lifetime. I could feel the cool rush as much in my
1: arms. Oh. Unbelievable! Oh my goodness! SHW this is our wrestling. This is insane. Are you kidding me right now? Hey, 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 what is going on here? The action is fast
2: and furious. You never know who's going to show up in SHW. A right I can feel the
1: honor wrestling. Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle.
2: Business is
1: about to pick up. This place just went
2: ballistic. What is going on SHW Faithful? It's SHW Podcast. This is our wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield, GB Gerard Bonner, the lovely Diana Michelle.
1: How y'all doing this evening?
0: What's up, what's up? What's up,
1: guys? Doing great on a bit of a still a wrestling hangover of sorts because it's been a very, right. very big week for wrestling. But uh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm loving it. Absolutely. Time.
2: Well, GB, first of all, I got to say, you got this new, this old school TV frame going on. I love it, man. <laughs> this is a new setup. Thank right. you. I,
1: I, I must say I was inspired by our guest, Zicky Dice, last week. And I said, all the cool things he's doing, let me go and, and try something. And uh, figured you would go it, old man. school.
0: You're making me feel like I'm like seven years old. My dad's calling me <laughs> from the back. Hey, baby, come turn the TV for daddy.
1: You know, <laughs> folks these days have never seen TVs like this before. You know, TVs back then were bigger and smaller.
0: They're like and, 13 uh, channels. Yeah. Yes.
2: Wait, you actually had to get up and go to the TV to change the channel? You <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I
1: know, right? They had like,
2: antennas and
1: everything.
0: And like, the, like if you, like me, if you were talented and you watched TV on the floor, you could do it with your feet, but it was really, really oh. hard.
1: Oh, all right, all
0: right. I had that <laughs> damn pat. I love it. <laughs>
1: that's that's when TV stations actually went off. Mm. Like, yeah, at mid, like at midnight, you know, they would midnight. play the national anthem, and at six oh, a.m., you know, you Everybody's come back, in
0: so. bed doing yeah sleepy things that they're supposed to be doing instead of up all night. So yes,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Insomniacs didn't have a prayer.
1: <laughs> not at all.
2: Well, GB, you mentioned how we're having this uh basically a WrestleMania hangover, uh, yes. because this past weekend was, of course, a two-night WrestleMania. And I have to tell you, now granted, SHW, we've had fans back since the Rumble Jack last, what it was it, August of last yes. year. So yes. to us, you know, that's not that foreign because we've had the fans this whole time. But uh mm-hmm. I will say Having, trying to watch, you know, Raw and SmackDown and all the WWE product over the past year, it's been a little interesting because they had the Thunderdome. But to watch WrestleMania this past weekend and see the live crowd, oh, it brought a tear to my eye. Yeah. It did, because,
0: it was, because I'm seriously, it really did. Through that national anthem in America, the Beautiful, oh. I was all in, And mm-hmm. then once that camera hit Rhea Ripley and she was like, trying to stifle it, I was done. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was really special and uh, it's funny because the pandemic era of wrestling has really impacted all the companies. We've talked about it before. Uh, The difference, I think, for SHW is there was we almost did an empty arena show. We were that close close. And uh, really, it was uh, the state that shut us down. But, you know, we never experienced an empty arena presentation. We just didn't have a show. So, right. what was so different, of course, about what WWE and AEW specifically did was continuing to have shows. And, you know, remember for WWE specifically, they went the first four or five months yeah. with no audience at all no Thunderdome, right. no nothing. And WrestleMania. so, yeah, exactly. WrestleMania was with no audience. Was it was just, it was nuts. And so, uh, certainly when you had the Thunderdome, that at least started to look like right. normal but you know you still had pumped in chants etc cetera, etc cetera, which we understood but uh really this the whole week I mean even if you go back to NXT TakeOver uh yeah. nights one and two they had live audiences and NXT is one of those brands that I mean they're certainly built and leveraged on their audience so it yeah. was just a great week to see fans back and I know that you know some were nervous about Uh, you know, that many people, which I completely understand, um, but I, I, I have say
0: to. S- I didn't see anybody acting nervous. They were all over the place. It was like well, they couldn't control themselves. And it's right. funny.
1: Like I, I had some people that were there, and some of them had mentioned that there indeed was social distancing. It's kind of hard to tell from our vantage point because twenty-five thousand right. people is still twenty-five thousand people. Exactly. And you know, from our perspective, you couldn't tell what was what. But I think was what was even more important than that was it gave us time after we were shell-shocked from seeing so many people to feel like life was almost normal again. And that was one of the biggest takeaways from the entire weekend. All of the wrestlers that got to go down for the indie shows, some of our wrestlers were involved as well, uh, to have that feeling of some degree of normalcy. Because as B-Dub has mentioned uh, previously, this time last year was a very depressing time for a lot of our superstars and a lot of independent wrestlers in general because that mania weekend is a big big weekend for a lot of these guys who get to be in front of bigger audiences and so we're just glad that they were able to experience that we were able to experience it it was just a great week all the way around and hopefully we're back to regular fans being everywhere but thankfully we've got them here at SHW
2: absolutely Thankfully.
1: and it was one of the things you know you touched on a second ago you said
2: a normal like it was a bit of normalcy and that was my thing like even if you didn't care for the matches per se or the storylines per se like I didn't even care on on Saturday and Sunday just the fact that it just felt like a normal the show energy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The yes. energy, Oh, yes. it just felt awesome and I was so yes. stoked whether like I said whether you like certain matches on the card or not like the whole I just enjoyed Both days. and It was was great. What got me
0: was some of the the wrestlers, as they were coming down the ramp, they had to stop and take it in. Yes. They got so overwhelmed with emotion. It was like, I was bawling. I'm not going to lie to you. I was bawling. Over a year.
2: Over a year that they had to compete in front of nobody, except Mm -hmm. the screens of the Mm -hmm. Thunderdome. Yeah. So I can only imagine. Yeah, I can only imagine for them it had to be crazy.
1: And then, of course, we still don't have a firm date when – Fans will be back regularly for right. events like WWE and things of that nature. So for right. them, they really had to take it in because you really don't know the next time right. you'll perform in front of people. Uh, we know at AEW, of course, they are welcoming a limited amount of fans as well. So you know they they can appreciate that. But even for them, you know, going to perform in from a packed house. And uh, I heard Jericho talk about on a podcast earlier this week. You know how people were concerned about some of the other people, but they forgot about folks like Jericho, who all they did was perform in front of thousands of people, you know, to go from that to performing for nobody. It's wild, so thank well, you. You gotta
0: have reactions in your own mind to yeah. react to it's, because you can amazing.
1: get that immediate feedback from yeah. from the fans, and you can't get that if they're not there. Right. So yeah.
0: you gotta mentally yeah. prepare yourself for that, and that's I can't imagine how difficult that is because as a performer in singing myself, it's easier. Mm-hmm to perform well or better when you have someone that can react to you. When you just, just perform, you might as well be singing in the shower.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Sometimes it's good, but at the same time, it's not the same.
1: It's not Absolutely. good when I do it, but <laughs> just trust oh, who's me. there? I mean, is there somebody there to prove it, or are you just going off <laughs> of your me. own thing? <laughs> me. I'm like, oh, you can hit that note
0: many, many times. It doesn't matter if it's sour or not. Who cares?
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true. GB, <laughs> though, uh, you, you mentioned uh, how you heard Jericho mention that this past week on, on a show. I was watching it. It was the Stone Cold, it was the Broken Skull Sessions. It with Stone was Stone Cold, which, by the way, and I know this is an SHW podcast, and we'll get back to SHW in a second. Yeah. But how <laughs> mind blowing was it the Jericho, uh, uh, you know, contracted AEW performer is showing up yeah. on a WWE show, the Broken School Sessions? It blew my mind.
0: He, needs to go, he can do what he wants.
1: Well, yeah. you know, what's, what's even bigger than that is the fact that both Vince McMahon and Tony Kahn signed off on this. Right. right. Is That's where history is, because Ted Turner and Eric Bischoff weren't doing that in the 90s. Uh, certainly, Jim Crockett wasn't doing that in the 80s. You know, this is something we've not seen before. And in my mind, if it starts like this, all this talk about the forbidden door, perhaps the door opens where you know all of wrestling is kind of a free-for-all and if that's the case that's a great moment for SHW that's a great moment for our talent because you just never know who we end up working with and so I love the idea that this was I mean think about this we and Jericho held nothing back we heard the names of almost everybody on the AEW roster we heard New Japan's name we are I mean like it was just It was mind-blowing it really really really
0: why wouldn't you do that if you have a platform like that and it's cross networking why wouldn't you blast as many people as you can somebody's not going to like what i'm
1: about to say because i rarely say things like this but vince mcmahon is a genius well there you go (laughs) one thing uh, one other
2: thing (laughs) i want to touch on (laughs) oh he is there's no doubt about it there's no doubt about it It, people that have worked for him and moved on or people that and they might have some trash to talk about their former employer They'll still admit that Vince McMahon
1: is a genius. a genius.
2: You know,
0: He's not where he is by chance.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I will say, taking a quick little turn here, speaking of AEW working with other companies, mm-hmm. uh, that reminds me, coming up May 3rd, I believe it is, will be the two-year anniversary of AEW, the invasion that they had of SHW. Uh, yes. We fondly call it SHW 1000, where we packed in just over 1,000 fans. Uh, Cody Rhodes showed up surprisingly Jericho showed up and even more surprisingly Kenny Omega showed up that night so the two-year anniversary of that coming up I believe it's May 3rd here in just yeah. a week or two or a couple weeks but uh, yeah that was crazy so that
1: that was crazy and of course that week we'll have SHW 27 our next show that's right. and uh, that's gonna be pretty incredible as well and it always makes you wonder whenever you get close to anniversaries and things like this the unpredictable nature Of SHW, how shall this be commemorated? Thine might ask. (laughs) You'll have to show up and find out, cause you just never know.
2: That's that's what that's what we like to say, and it's true. It is very true. Just never know. But we did have a handful. Yeah, you got to be there absolutely. And we got a few uh, matches that were announced earlier this week. A couple that we kind of already knew coming out of the last show, Uh, of course. One of the big ones. We got the first ever in SHW's history, the first ever Bunkhouse Brawl match where we're going to see the team of fear finally reuniting. Uh, Of course, that's Sunny Days, Logan Creed being accompanied by uh, Ravenna Vane. And they'll be taking on David Ali and Austin Towers in a Bunkhouse Brawl match. This is going to be insane. And GB, you were talking a little earlier. And for some of the fans, some of the younger fans out there might be listening that don't really know much about a Bunkhouse match. Uh, kind of take us back. We saw one recently on AEW, yes. but they go much farther back than that,
1: the Dusty Rhodes days. Absolutely. You have to go back to the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. It was his invention, one of many of his inventions. Uh, it was originally the Bunkhouse Stampede, which back then, you know, they would come in street clothes. It was kind of what we would consider almost a an uh, anything goes type of match fused with a battle royal at that point. Um, But, of course, this won't be a battle royal. This will be a full-on street fight of sorts with various and sundry things happening. So uh, you'll want to be there for this because what's interesting is, if you remember the last couple of months, we've seen tables matches, we've seen first blood matches, and they've all involved a member of Fear or Austin Towers or David Ali. So to see all four of these guys together this is going to be something and uh I wouldn't miss it if I were you. The so King, make your plans to be there.
0: Bain, right there in the mix. Don't count her out cuz
1: Absolutely. She's
0: bad, y'all. She's bad.
1: And she's got revenge in her mind too. I mean, she got punted oh, yeah. by David Ali, so oh, yeah. yeah. She got a little bit that, of revenge at think the last that spot
0: show. That was was enough. I don't right. think oh. that's never enough. No. Never. Yeah. That's Not just a little all. bit of. Here you go. Let me get let me get you started.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And, of course, th- this is two tag teams involved in this match, but with anything goes, I don't think there's going to be a lot of tagging going on. I think it's just nah. going to be a brawl. But you which know is...
0: what? Is, is David and Austin Towers really a tag team? Well, no.
2: No, I just mean for this match specifically. Like, it looks like yeah. it's a tag match. But, but to not. Diana's
1: point, are they on the same page? That, that's a good when question. We, when we left SHW 26, it seemed like there was a bit of friction there.
0: I mean, because Austin got laid out, didn't have a clue what was going on. Logan completely right. rocked his world. Right. And I was I was expecting David to leave him in the ring the way he was acting. He was like, come on. It was like he was talking to a kid who was just snotting as he was walking through the grocery store. Yeah. You know, come <laughs> on, let's go. And Austin's just lost. So no. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're on the same page. Hey, so we'll hey
2: by the way, how come David decided to come hide behind the announce table at the end of the show? I'm like, get out of here. What are you like? Come on, man. Don't put me in the middle of this, because or us he, in the middle of all one this. He's the
0: one who would do anything to you guys. He doesn't believe anybody else would come through you guys because he's the only coward we have.
1: Coward. Keyword. World. I like it. Coward. I like that.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Well, let's talk about, uh, of course, we know about this match. It was announced at the last show that they would have a rematch. This tag team number one contenders match, uh, of course, technical excellence taking on the Honor Society once again, because last month it ended in a time limit draw. Uh, but this month, there w- we've been told that there will be a winner, and that winner will go on to face Lethal Poison the same night for the tag team titles. So here's the thing, though. <laughs> I, you know... That means Technical Excellence or Honor Society, either one, are at the disadvantage here because they will have to have gone yeah. through a grueling match and then get their title shot. It's like, it's like Daniel Bryan winning the Elimination Chamber and then having to have his title match immediately following the Elimination yeah. Chamber. I'm like, it is, Ugh.
1: It is. And let's remember who made this rule. This was a Gary Lamb rule. And I keep telling you guys, and nobody wants to admit it yet, but I think it's going to come out at some point. There is a relationship between Gary Lamb, Gunner Miller, and I believe lethal poison. I just believe it. And uh, yeah, perhaps I mean, however you look at it, this is to the advantage of lethal poison. I mean, even they, though
0: there was friction between Gunner and, and Corey.-hmm. You, you still feeling on it?
1: There was friction, and I think it was friction in the moment, but I'm not convinced yet that uh, they're not a working item. But we'll see. Either way, Lethal Poison has the advantage, and uh, will they be able to take advantage of that? Because those two teams are going to absolutely tear the house down as they did on the last show. Yeah. I can't imagine trying to wrestle a match after that against the tag team champions who are fresh. I just Is there
0: going to be some kind of stipulation where we don't have a draw this time? Because I, mean, I don't know how they ensure that
1: yeah
2: well just just give it just give it it no time limit i mean i you know i don't know um but the impression we were left with was that there will be a winner and that winner will go on to face lethal poison later that night whether it's immediately after that match or later in the night i don't know yet um but your guess is as good as mine.
0: but you know what i want to see another match of that one anyway i mean i could have had 15 more minutes of that match it was so good
2: absolutely but uh, there's one way to, to find out is to be there in person May 7th and uh, and check it out. Another match though that we actually heard about actually today it was announced earlier today. Uh, our guest last week, the outlandish Zicky Dice. Of course he interfered. Well he didn't really interfere. He showed up after the Ashton Shawn Dean match when uh, and he got he started messing with uh, Owen Knight mm-hmm. and Owen Knight ends up getting laid out and uh, teamed up on by Zicky Dice and Ashton Starr. Well, so May seventh, SHW twenty seven. It's going to be Zicky Dice taking on the working team captain Owen Knight one on one.
0: Hmm.
1: After last week, yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, I don't. I don't know what to think about it. I mean, where did he come from, and why did he come, and why is he zeroing in on Owen?
2: And will Ashton be involved? Will Ashton be out there in support of Zicky Dice? We don't know. If
0: he's not involved, he's going to be involved.
2: Waiting in the That's wings, perhaps. True. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Of course. He's well going to have something to say. He always does.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say he sure does. And uh, after last week, it certainly seems like this is going to be an interesting ride to have right. Zicky Dice as a part of SHW. So his in-ring debut is on the 7th. And uh, I think anything could happen and probably will.
2: And again, as we mentioned last week. Yeah, and we mentioned last week on the show he's a former NWA World's television champion. Uh mm-hmm. so he's no he's no pushover by any means. Um, not at all. And he's known he's known nationwide for sure. And right. uh we're you know, I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited to have him in SHW. Um not c- crazy about how he made his debut last month by uh jumping Owen, but uh yeah. I'll be excited to see you him kidding.
0: in his... it was a gorilla with pink spiked shoes.
2: <laughs> yeah, how could you not love that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Right. How could you not I, love-
2: I, I, did, I did dig the shoes. I'm not going to lie. The spiky pink yeah, shoes. Those were, those I was out of
0: shoes.
2: I've been trying to find my own online. I can't find them. I, I think they're custom made. <laughs> I don't know where he got them. He never told us officially, mm-hmm. officially where they <laughs> came from. But uh, anyways, moving on down the list here, uh, we have one more match that was announced this week. Uh, there'll be a few more, I'm sure, that will be announced in the, in the coming couple of weeks leading up to May uh, 7th. But the other match that I want to mention from this week leads into our special guest, this week on the show and it's going to be danny jordan taking on catalina perez in a rematch actually from shw 17 which was last february so uh i'm excited to see danny back in action it was announced last month of course she was on the main poster for the show uh coming up so
0: it was was a hot poster i mean it's like the day next the next day it was like dang girl right that that
2: was Yeah. yeah yeah So again, uh, taking on Catalina Perez, they had a great match last time Catalina was here. So what do you guys
0: think? I mean, you are talking about the main queen versus the queen pin I and mean, what you got.
2: Ooh, there it's going to be,
0: it's going to be fire either way. I'm, I'm going to have to lean towards the main girl though, because she's, she's got this momentum going and everybody's loving seeing her back.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think she, you know, this is, this is her home turf. And so yeah. I'm intrigued to see, you know, we've seen her all over the place. It's now an opportunity to see her back home. And uh, again, she looked amazing at Rumblejack. And it'll be incredible to see what new moves are in her arsenal, what new approaches she has. Uh, I think this is going to be a great, great match for, uh, for both of them, actually. Yeah, well, definitely. We are very excited to see it again. That's going to be May 7th,
2: SHW 27. Oh, it's going to be awesome. But like I said, it's going to lead us right into our interview with this week's guest, the real mean girl, Danny Jordan. Check it out. All right, everybody. Like we said, very special guest this week. She is the poster woman for the upcoming May 7th show, SHW 27. Uh, It's going to be the first time we're seeing her in singles action at SHW and over a year and we're very excited. It's the real mean girl. Danny Hello, Jordan. Danny, how are you? Hey,
3: hey. Applause, applause, applause. Yay. Yay. Up sound effects. I'll <laughs> add it
2: later. I'll add it in post. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no.
3: laughs> oh my god.
2: Diana was so <laughs> excited. <laughs>
3: Her laptop off the deck. She
0: was, <laughs>
1: <awesome. laughs> was so excited. I literally,
0: I literally was so excited, Danny, that
3: that's the best introduction I've ever gotten. No. I mean, Thank you. You for can't invite that. I so hope yeah, got right.
0: that
3: really well. Oh, yeah, oh. we got it. It looked great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> now, now, before we move you forward, you would
0: think I was drinking or something, right? <laughs>
2: It's just the excitement of Danny Jordan coming back to SHW. (laughs) I miss
0: you, girl. I mean, it's hard being the only woman around. Come on. I know. I know.
3: I know what it's like. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know you do.
2: Well, let's let's go back real quick. So, Danny J, we saw you as a guest ref at the cage match uh, a couple shows back, and we'll touch on that in a few. We also saw you at the Rumble Jack uh, make an appearance, and we could touch on that as well. But we have not seen you in singles action, like I said, in over – a year. How excited are you to be back in a in a match uh, in front of the SHW crowd?
3: Um, I mean, I'm very excited. Obviously, I've been uh, like around here and there, you know, just right. little sprinklings of me, um, like when I was the guest <laughs> ref and stuff like that. So, uh, so I haven't really been gone, gone. I've been keeping my eye on things, still, making sure that nobody comes in to try to take my spot. There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you are, are you are you pointing at Diana
3: be- yeah yeah so so,
2: so on my screen on the on the screen that's recording like, she's she's top right, left
3: you're right here <laughs> on my screen so it
2: looked like you were pointing at GB and I thought I thought you had it out for GB so I wasn't sure no. no
3: yeah well it could apply to anybody so yeah just making right. sure nobody takes my spot and everything like that but uh, but yeah I'm excited to come back now so it should be fun
0: yeah, we're excited to see you, man. It's going
2: to be That's awesome. It. So, yeah, go ahead, GB.
1: No, I was going to say, you know, one of the things that I noticed when you came back in August is, you know, most of the folks uh, when, you were, when, we're, when we're dealing with the pandemic uh, stayed inside a lot and may have put on a pound or two. You, on the other hand, came back shredded.
3: Heck so yeah.
1: how I mean, and like every time we see you, it's do like, it. holy cow. So please tell us how did this happen for you? I know you've got some folks you've been training with. Talk about that process, that training process for you.
3: Um, yeah, it was mostly ju- like I want to say that it's like really easy to do, but it's not, it's very hard. But it's easy once you have like the platform laid out for you. Cause I was like very I didn't know what to do. I I keep saying I don't I think it was almost like I didn't know how to work out up until now or I didn't know how to eat right up until now because, uh, with Carolyn, uh, the nutritionist that's at my school, the nightmare factory. Um, she, uh, she set me up with this whole meal plan of like macros to count and things. Like I still don't really know like how exactly it works or like what I'm talking about. But, um, I just know that I follow the numbers that she gives me and it's gotten me these results. So obviously it's wow. doing something. And uh, yeah. and then the workouts that she gives us at the school and stuff like that. I, I take that and I, I write it down um, for my own personal use. If I go to the gym or something like that, if I'm not at the school, so I, I still keep in contact with her too. I have her like in the back pocket. If I need a question about something that I, that like, should I buy this? Can I eat this? Can I do that? Especially when I'm traveling too, that's really good to like, just ask her um yeah i did like yesterday so that was cool but yeah um just following that stuff it's it can be hard but if you have if you have the right plan and once you find like what works for you because everybody's body is different obviously mm-hmm. and okay. i didn't find work for me until this year so once wow. you find what works for you just keep sticking with it and just stay consistent and that's all i'm super so, uh,
0: proud of you man that's over- awesome yeah.
3: Overeating yeah. is like a huge problem for me. Snacking is my problem too. So, yeah, yeah. snacks are good. Right? Right? Oh. Yeah. Let's get the good snacks. I mean, like, you know. Yeah. Like, not <laughs> processed foods. I keep thinking about right. that. Every time I go shopping, I'm like, don't get processed foods. Don't be dumb. Mm. Right. It's <laughs> <is> just crap. <laughs> it happens.
1: So is it more of a scenario of like, because I think when people think about diet and nutrition and things like that, you know, people tend to think, oh, it's food that doesn't taste good or it's, you know, stuff that's super stringent. For you, what kind of adjustments nutritionally did you have to make?
3: Um. So she... Carolyn originally asked me um, what are my favorite foods to eat and things okay. like that. So I just kind of gave her a list of things that I like and then things that I don't like. Cause I think she asked me what I don't like also. So she didn't give me, you know, some foods and I'd be like, I don't like that. Um, right. So she kind of works with you and what you, you prefer. So I was just like ground Turkey and stuff like that. And then she just wrote down a whole thing and I just kind of followed that. I don't really branch out a lot because like, once I found that one thing, I just like kept going. So lately I've been ordering food. That's like a little bit outside my box because I've been able to afford to do that, obviously because I stay consistent with working out. So I'm able to burn it all off now. So it's working a little Uh, bit better. But when you first start out, it's just like the same thing all the time. (laughs) Ground journey, rice.
0: You got to train your body exactly and get the metabolism to work. What was that? You have to train your body to not want crappy
3: food exactly yeah and i crave like sugar all the time sugar is my worst yes enemy
2: (laughs) so earlier you you mentioned you mentioned the nightmare factory i was a little bit hesitant i don't know if we're allowed to call it that right now uh with what's going on if it's just the factory or you know with what's going on with cody and yeah uh so we'll, we'll we'll I don't know what we'll call it for right now, but we'll just call it the school that you're training at, or you've been training at, (laughs) but uh, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I've seen QT go after people online lately over the last couple weeks. So anyways, uh, no joke. so yeah, since the pandemic started and you know, we talked to you early on in the pandemic when all of this was pretty new and we, a lot of people weren't sure with like where things were going to go and when shows live shows were going to come back. Um, but you had already been training a little bit at that point, which was which we were impressed by, because, you know, like GB said earlier, a lot of people were just sitting on the sidelines and getting out of shape. And, uh, you know, people like you and Ali and Ashton, uh, other familiar faces we know from SHW, you guys were sticking with it and, and, and uh, staying in shape, continuing the training. So, like, have you been with uh, the Nightmare Factory, the factory, like throughout this entire year, pretty much like training with those guys?
3: Um, yeah, that's the school that I go to now consistently. Um, I was out for a little bit, uh, from like injuries and then personal life stuff, so mm-hmm. uh, I was just taking some time to myself. But yeah, it's my school, I like it, it's fun. Gotcha. Well, going there for like I don't know a couple years now, maybe two.
2: Yeah, well, one thing that's been cool, and we touched on this the last time you were on the show, is you know, the pandemic was crazy for the entire world, no doubt about it, but for certain people it turned into this big opportunity where AEW came calling and needed people and went to the school to use a lot of the the talent there. And it's been very cool to see you uh, then, and then also consistently over the course of the year, popping up on Dark and a little bit on Dynamite. And how has that experience been with you just overall going down there, hanging out in Jacksonville, being at the tapings, just kind of uh, talk to us a little bit about how that whole experience has been with you and some of the other ladies in the female division down there.
3: Um, it's been a lot of fun. I couldn't have asked for anything you know else to happen to me in 2020. I mean, I think that was a big blessing in disguise that COVID happened and everything, and I kind of got picked up by them. So that was that was really cool. Um, I I'm very thankful that I've gotten the opportunity to like regularly go down there. Um, to Jacksonville and be a part of AEW and do dark and everything even if I'm not like going to wrestle like I just love being there in general like the the whole atmosphere and the vibe the people everything like it's just, hey, hey
2: like, we've we've seen you in the front row singing along to Judas yeah. and all that yeah we've seen you
0: she knows the words me
2: <laughs> she knows all well, the words I I struggled oh, yeah. with the words we were at the, pa- <laughs> the we were at the last pay-per-view and I know like the I know Judas like the chorus main <laughs> the chorus
3: the line Judas. The yeah, word. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's it. That's
3: it. <laughs> I'm <It's not laughs>
2: waiting. The, the song. Shut up. Yeah. Anyways.
3: Yeah, you can't sing along if you don't know the words. I tell people all the time. Even if you're the. Hey, luckily,
2: like, luckily, we had the. Uh, down, get in the back. We had the mask yeah. on. We <laughs> had the mask on, so it was cool.
3: We can still <laughs> hear you, being You <laughs> <didn't> see me. <laughs> yeah, I would have him tell. out, pulled the mask down. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: of course you would have done that. Would have done that. Cause you're the mean girl. You're the real mean girl. Anyway.
3: Yeah. Oh, well, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a blast and I love all the people that are there. Everybody always makes me feel welcome from the very first time I ever went to up until now. Like it's still, you know, it's, I still feel really comfortable going and like everyone, everyone just makes me feel like I'm a part of the family, which is awesome. So I like it.
1: It's interesting to me because I feel like you really led the charge, Danny, in terms of the SHW talent that we would start to see funnel into AEW from some of the things that happened uh, during the pandemic and even pre-pandemic. I mean, you had your first show with them early on in the history of Dynamite, which was pretty cool. Uh, how has...
3: That's Yeah,
1: exactly. The exactly. Slap, the
2: slap her around the world where you slap the taste out of Nyla Rose's mouth. I remember. Absolutely.
3: Right. Know, right?
2: Absolutely,
1: and you got a chance
2: in Tennessee. It was in Tennessee. the
3: first time I know that was awesome.
1: Yeah, it was really yeah. awesome. So, so the question for for me is, how has being in that environment shaped your approach to pro wrestling? Because a lot of wrestlers, of course, you know, are on the indie circuit and they never get a chance to taste a larger promotion like AEW. You have had the opportunity in the last almost two years. To spend time uh, around AEW and things like that, how has that impacted your approach to pro wrestling?
3: Uh, I feel like a lot, actually. Um, thankfully, I have a—I feel like I have a pretty level head to, you know, stay humble and everything like that. But also mm-hmm. to carry myself like professionally and, you know, sure. with a with a good manner of like, oh, we like having her around or something like that. You know, just just a good approach to things. So um, so I've always had that mindset just in life in general. So when wrestling came along, nothing really changed. So I was like, okay, yeah, it's a, it's a job. I have to, it's a job interview every time, every day. So mm. I have to think of it that way and I have to approach it that way. Even if I'm on the Indies, like you're still, what if you never I, get brought back to that show or something like that? Because right. you present yourself or you treat people like, you know, a way that you shouldn't or something. So being around a bigger stage for me, like early was pretty good, I think. Mm-hmm. Especially like that was the very, very first time I'd ever been in an arena that big too. So that yeah. was like really I don't want to say nerve wracking because I was actually kind of calm. I was actually a little more like chilled out about it. I was like, Oh, I'm meant to be here. Like I'm this 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 vibe that I'm getting, like this feel, it's for me. This yeah. is what I'm supposed to do. And everyone was saying that too they were like are you nervous i'm like no not really i don't know why though it's kind of weird i feel like you know i should be freaking out and they're like that just means that you're supposed to be here and i was like oh that's so cute (laughs) uh, so (laughs) so i kind of uh i bring that with me every time i go now and just you know hold myself to a high standard like what do i want to present to the world how do people see me do people want to be like me I got to set the example like all the time, not for other people. I do it for me. Like, would I look at myself and say, Hey, I want to be like her. Yes. So that's why I do it for young Danny, not for other people.
1: I love that. That's I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. I
3: want to be mean. Yeah. Right. You look at yourself now and you say, would, would little Diana be like, Oh, she's cool. I want to grow up and be like her. Exactly, man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you know you're doing it right. That's
0: right.
2: I just I just don't want you to punch me in the face anymore. So I'll it'll do- <laughs> probably happen.
3: I don't know like <laughs> I'm just saying just, it, but it's gonna happen eventually. I
2: have okay. a face. I have a face only a mother could love, apparently. So I've accepted it. It's cool. What? I don't know. Anyways, uh Danny, the the last time we saw you, like I said, in a singles match, it was SHW seventeen and you were taking on or no 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 it was somewhere around there, it was, it was over a year ago, but I wanted to bring up SHW17 specifically because you took on Catalina Perez. And as we heard earlier this week, that's who you're also gonna be taking on on May 7th at SHW27. Now she's also made a number of appearances with AEW as well. Uh, so we're excited to see her do that, but- I'm not worried about it. Okay, well I was gonna ask, so what are your thoughts on, on having this rematch here with Catalina coming up uh, in a couple of weeks?
3: Mm. Eh. those are my thoughts Eh.
2: all right all right fair enough
3: (laughs) i could could take it or leave it i mean i'm sure this is a bigger opportunity for her than it is for me Uh, of course because she's coming into my home show my home promotion excuse me and Mm -hmm. trying to just claim a spot that's like not hers what (laughs) go back to florida right (laughs)
2: all right well i will say
3: but you know i mean props to her for like stepping up because i did say that i wanted you know to wrestle somebody when i came back but i was hoping for somebody a little better but that's okay wow okay we'll get through it
1: so so i I do want to ask you this because uh a couple of months ago gary lamb our illustrious general manager uh, looked at the tag team division and made a promise to the tag team division that he was going to bring in uh, more tag teams in terms of competition uh, for the then champions. Do you feel like there should be that kind of commitment from him to you towards the women's division in SHW? Yes. <laughs> what?
3: Yes. yes. I'm glad you asked me that question. I was First, I was going to be like, what kind of question is that, stupid? But then I'm like, you know
1: what? <laughs> just watch where i go i, I That's got a good you
3: question yeah that was yeah. a good question because yes i do i want a belt so we need a women's belt what is going on what the f gary mm-hmm. what the f yeah is going on women in competition yeah. in that joint i mean yeah we got like yeah. what so we can afford to bring in tag team titles but we don't have you know OK, I don't know. I don't want to hear, you know, that we're just that, that we don't have enough women in the area, blah, blah, blah. We have a lot of women in the area.
1: No, I, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, and I wanted to ask you because, number one, you have been the most consistent woman in SHW. Uh, equally big is that this is the first time that we've had a woman center stage on the promo poster for a show. So in my mind, I'm just sitting here going, it would only make sense that the women's division uh, gets some competition for you and that it ultimately would lead to a women's championship. But I wanted to hear from you because I, I feel like it's the elephant in the room relative to SHW that nobody talks about. And this is the perfect venue it. to talk about it. Well, I mean, you you do, but we never get to hear it in these kinds of spaces. And I think it's it's time for that conversation. So uh, just so that you know, I am certainly for that. But I think it was important to hear you say that.
3: Yes, I am for it as well. And I I feel like, you know, maybe not all of that is, uh, well, the belt thing, that's not me to blame. But part of the blame is, you know, I took my break a little bit, you know, with COVID going on. I didn't trust those dirty Canton folk. So I didn't want to (laughs) go. no uh, offense <laughs> um
2: i'm sure there's none taken yeah
3: <laughs> no i said offense um i didn't want to go <laughs> i didn't want to go and then i got injured and then with life and everything like that just uh just kind of held me back a little bit but I'm, I'm here i'm ready to go i'm ready to hit the gas pedal so to speak so
1: so so let's let's uh let's just make this even more interesting shall we tell me five women you'd like to see come to shw make a list b let's do
3: it
1: let's make that list Off the top we're gonna apply of some pressure here oh
3: my gosh you know i feel like i've made a list already before
1: um oh, you 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 have uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: oh
3: no wait you guys froze w- frozen.
1: W- can
2: you hear us
3: yeah uh
2: yeah, GB, we lost GB. Um,
3: yeah, he's frozen.
2: In the middle of a great question, too. I don't I know, know what I don't yeah. know what is going to be. That's a that's called a teaser, folks. So hang yeah. with us because right after the break, we'll be right back with more with Danny J. <laughs> <laughs> GB, are you there? Can you hear us? <laughs> Um,
0: I know but that face he has
3: right there is like <laughs> it was he's like a, really into it he's it like a, that's that's why, totally serious that's how yes. I knew it was
2: going to be a really good question that's yeah, why I'm like oh a really
3: good question on uh, I me mean.
2: oh okay well hopefully GB will be back we uh, technical difficulties folks we've appeared to have lost uh, Gerard there but you know one thing I thought was interesting Danny is that you know GB mentioned our uh, general manager a few minutes ago and If there's one thing I know in my two years plus of being there, and you as well, you've been there since the beginning, is that, you know, you and Gary have not always seen eye to eye necessarily. And Gary in general with the female, you know, women's division, you know, is never really, uh, again, like you said, we don't have a women's title and all that good stuff. So, but one thing I thought was interesting is not too long ago, maybe in the last week or two, he was talking about you coming to the next show and he actually called you the queen of SHW
3: hmm yeah i uh i saw that on facebook i think that was nice
2: that
3: was cool i like it It has a nice ring to it
2: yeah yeah
3: we're the queen of me
2: the mean queen of shw
3: yeah the mean queen people on twitter are saying that a lot i like that one
2: okay so apparently well my point is i guess it appears that gary has somewhat changed his tune about you and
3: he's a fan of, of good old danny jordan now huh
2: it's just what it looks like
3: i know right just took a little bit of tv time to get me in
2: ah okay so yeah i wasn't sure what (laughs) the deal was
3: that bandwagon right the danny Mm -hmm. bandwagon yeah
2: so so not only is he bringing you back in he's put you on the poster and now he's apparently calling you the queen of shw so i yeah i don't know what's going on there but
3: so i'm glad that we've gotten to that point now to be fair i guess you know i did have a little bit of developing to do and I have come a long way in the last year or two since especially since Southern Honors first started yeah Um, I've made a complete transition so and I'm very aware of that so I'm sure he's very aware of that as well and he's definitely let me know that he's pretty proud of me and stuff like that so whatever I guess he's okay
2: (laughs) (laughs) wow we're just getting all kinds of little uh, nuggets here Diana this is crazy blowing my mind here so well let's talk about uh real quick I know I know you're a busy lady nowadays, and so we don't, we don't have you for too long. And I know you got training to get to, obviously. So, um, But let's talk about – we mentioned it earlier. You came back as a special guest referee in that cage match between Owen Knight and David Ali. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, we get some big pops from the crowd that definitely stand out amongst all the other pops. And one of the biggest ones in recent memory was when you came out as the surprise – as the referee. So how did that feel? You had been gone. you, you
0: seen her? She looked like a freaking million bucks when she came out. A- absolutely. Came and you,
3: well
2: you had been at Rumble Jack and made a brief appearance there. Then you had been gone up until, was it January was a cage match, I think?
3: Uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's right. Mashed together.
2: But yeah, but it was just, you'd been gone for a little while Was my point. So how did that feel coming out and getting such a reaction from the crowd? Because you heard, you heard the commentary. I, I was geeking out a little bit. I'm not yeah,
3: lie. I I heard it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. No, Thanks. I loved it. Um, I honestly didn't expect it to happen that way. Uh, everybody just kind of like lit up for me, so that was really cool and unexpected and very appreciated. Um, at first I was like, I'll probably give them uh, some shit, and then I was like, ah, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> like. So it was it was nice to be appreciated finally. But I did have some people in the front row on like the left side. Don't think I forgot about that, that were like still in my face a little bit. So whatever. It's
2: fine. I'm I'm sure they'll be there.
3: Doing, have that, I know. guess I have to like let them know what's going on now. So
2: well I'm sure they'll I, be there on know. May seventh.
3: Excuse you, I'm a superstar now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I Okay. I didn't say you weren't.
2: Yeah. I didn't say Toss you were that hair. I'm sure those people will be there May seventh and you can let them know and they'll probably and listen to this show. Nice.
0: Yeah.
3: What's what's that?
2: what what'd you say, Diana?
0: Make-up? Flex up more, more time. Oh please. yeah, yeah. 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 Everybody Which one you want, right?
2: I'm, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be humiliated by these ladies here on the show. Where's G B? Come on, Gerard. What, what's going on here? Hit
3: him again. Hit him again. Okay. Oh, oh my eyes. You guys
2: <laughs> You guys are making me feel anyways.
3: <laughs> yeah. So here's
2: the thing. You it weren't there. You weren't there at the last show, Danny, but Gary made the announcement uh, when he came out to the ring, yeah. making the announcement that you were going to be back and you were going to be in action uh, on May seventh. Uh, so, oh, that was
0: good pop for that, yeah.
2: Again, talking about pops, that was another big pop where I think the crowd was pretty excited. So. I didn't
0: actually get to see that one.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, I haven't there yet. We're still waiting. Speaking,
0: well, of, it which, has there, haven't speaking watched of which, it.
2: speaking um, of which, by this point. Point, <laughs> by, by this
0: point, by the by
2: the time we're on now, uh, it will be it will have been aired on iwtv so if you haven't seen shw26 yet there's your iwtv plug right there go ahead and check it out and get caught up so you'll be ready to go for may 7th shw27 the real mean girl danny jordan will be back she'll be in action taking on catalina perez in a rematch from shw17 over a year ago we're excited to see you and uh
3: it's been great to. that's a lot of new ass whooping moves i've learned.
2: there you go yeah exactly so we're very excited to see you uh back in person and of course thank you for coming on the show here with us again this week we really oh. appreciate it so i don't know if this will upset you hopefully it won't but so you're you are one of two people that have now been on the show twice i wasn't sure if i should tell you who because i didn't who the other one was it, it was oh. it was ashton
3: ashton oh, that's okay.
2: but i will say <laughs> uh oh wait a second (laughs) but I will say Ashton forced himself onto the show the second time he forced himself onto the show so you're actually the first person who's been invited on twice like actually that's
3: the keyword invited that was a burn yeah so
2: I'm pretty sure he won't watch this because he only watched the episode that he was on so if if everybody could do me a favor and don't tell him that I said all this That'd be yeah. great.
3: Hey, um, Ashton, you hear that? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, hey, what is going it. on here?
2: All right. No, well, hey, well, that's going to do it uh, for Danny Jordan here on this week's episode. She's got she's got some training to get to. I, uh, I know that. So she's a busy lady. But uh, we're excited to see you on May 7th. Danny, thanks for joining us.
3: Thank you for having me. see you, man. Good Bye. You. And then tell GB great. wherever he went, you know. Hello. All right. Got, we'll got we'll got let him now. know.
2: Well, there you go. The real mean girl, Danny Jordan. Uh, it's always, uh, I guess it's a pleasure to have her on the show. She didn't beat me up or punch me in the face this time. So that's always a good thing. And hey, Diana, by the way, look look who finally returned down there. It's uh, hey GB.
0: You. How you doing?
1: I feel like Can
2: Eric Bischoff.
1: I'm, I'm back. back. <laughs> there it is. He sings, folks. Only in the Do shower. It. I shouldn't only have done the that. Shower. Shower yeah. Day, sorry. yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. you're all good. We were, You're good though, right? <laughs> You know, this is the beauty of of live podcasting TV. Literally, the uh, power went out here, and uh, I lost internet, and I lost everything. And so all this time, I was trying to get back in to complete the interview, and uh, obviously... It, it didn't happen, but it allowed me back to to wrap up the show. So
2: she she, she had to run, you know. You know, Danny, she's a busy yeah, lady, and uh, she, she had is. training training to get to. So we had to let her go. But uh, yeah, I just want to make sure you're okay because you froze mid question, and it looked serious, <laughs> and we don't know what the question was going to be. The, but. And it's
1: a shame. The question was, I wanted her <laughs> list of uh, her list of five women that she'd like to see at SHW. I, I really I wanted. wanted
0: the list. I want yeah. the list myself.
1: I wanted her to be able to apply pressure because I think uh, we have the opportunity to really get some things moving with the women's division here. And so maybe I'm stepping outside of my lane, but it's our podcast. Uh, If you guys really believe that we should expand the women's division and bring in more female superstars, go ahead and put in our comments uh, and let us know who you'd like to see and uh, perhaps even tag folks like uh, Gary Lamb and Dylan Freimeyer and let them know what you want to see. And uh, that I think will make some, some headway. I mean, if Vince will listen to give divas a chance, I'm sure Gary and Dylan will listen to the SHW faithful. So there you have it.
0: Yeah. They're probably not going to listen to us very much, but yeah, they'll definitely. That's why
1: listen. I said you guys do it. <laughs> <You know.
0: laughs> right. They just tell us, so tell us, you tell the story. I can shoot names all day, but it's just going to be like,
1: yeah. Yeah, you guys are the SHW faithful. You have the power, so by all means. There you go.
2: There you go. Well, uh, thank you guys again for watching us this week, as always. And, of course, we thank our guest, the real Mean Girl, Danny Jordan, who will be in action, SHW 27, coming up on May 7th. And uh, and at this point on IWTV, you can go back and check out SHW 26 and get Mm -hmm. all caught up and get up to speed. So that way when you join us live at the Action Building on May 7th, You'll be up to speed and you'll be ready to go. So uh, until then, this has
1: been
0: SHW.
1: This is our wrestling. Oops. And I knocked my mic over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's my job.
1: It's been one of those days, folks. It isn't one of those days. We'll see you
2: next week. (laughs)